Armored Bear Productions. Welcome to Not Safe for Wizards, an actual play 5th edition D&D podcast. So it says to Mabel, I says. Um, so last session, uh, you all made it to a uh, small elf village. Uh, you stayed at the Guardian Swan. Uh, you guys decided to disclose to your escorts uh, your plan to teleport the next morning uh, after you had gotten uh, a the empty box of uh, of tea from. Uh, the proprietor of the inn, and uh, they all volunteered. <laughs> um, well, they volunteered, and then the realization was is that you could only transport so many. Uh, so hey, I was very open about that up front because mm-hmm. I didn't want them to think that we were trying to kidnap their leader. No. no. Um, so the two of them have uh, volunteered to lead the wolves and horses to the capital, um, and, and you are now, uh, I think you guys had, had decided to go to bed after a little bit of... Uh, drunken merriment. Drunken merriment, I guess that's a good way to call it. And cock-blocking. Drunken merriment, as we said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so you guys are... Uh, it is the next day. You have had your long rest... Uh, you should all be leveled up because at the end of the session, decided that you guys earned enough XP to get to 7th level, so yay to that. Yay, and there was much rejoicing. There was. Um, and so it is the morning. You guys are at the inn. Uh, so what are you doing? Uh, I would presume just packing my stuff back up, heading downstairs in hopes that elves know what coffee is before we head out. Yep. Out. Elves do indeed know what coffee is. They also have uh, tea, uh, obviously. And, Breakfast uh, in the bear suit. Did they make my coffee cake I asked for last night? They did have. They did make coffee cake for the morning for you. Okay. I won't burn this place down. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the elves, uh, when they come down... Uh, for the most part, they seem pretty, you know, they're, they're you know, kind of quiet um, as they are, you know, getting themselves, you know, something to eat. And, you know, uh, Carissa talks with the uh, with her 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 folks. Um, you know, she kind of gives uh, Falaren and Sherian uh, kind of, you know, marching orders, uh, you know, which which routes to go. You know how to make sure to you know take care of the horses. You know, and uh, she's very much getting them. You know, getting them prepared so that they're uh, they'll be able to to manage the next couple of days of travel from here to the uh, to the uh, capital. Air and Elios, um, they're uh, they're a little more jovial um, than the others, and uh, they're you know kind of excited to. 
well, they're kind of excited for the whole teleporting thing because they've never teleported before. So, I will do my best not to get us embedded into a wall. Much appreciated. Do you do you actually say that out loud? Yes. Um, so you say that, and uh, the looks on their faces, uh, the Elios and 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 Air kind of kind of look back and forth to each other, like. And then to to Carissa, like, is that a thing? Okay, it doesn't That's happen. Not often. a thing. I don't know how how did Clarissa take it. Uh, she looks and she's like, if if they didn't have the tea box, I would say there is a very good chance that we could have a we could have a mishap. But since they have the tea box, oh man, if she knew. I wanted to mess with her. Um. As you've gotten a closer look at her, you realize she is a spellcaster uh, of sorts. So she's familiar with magic. Go speaking, Joe. I picked silence as my um, new prepared spell. <laughs> Just in nice. case we run into a pesky spellcaster. Hey, she's on our side. Not, not her. I didn't even know she was a spellcaster when I picked it. I just was like... That would oh, be yeah, really no, good no. to have in case we run into a wizard. I absolutely will be good on you. Um, yeah, it's going to be fine. I think we can go whenever we are ready. Okay, so breakfasts have been had. Uh, goodbyes have been said. Um, Carissa pays uh, pays for the the inn, um, and uh, she gets she helps uh, get. Uh, Valerian and and Sharian get every the wolves and horses all kind of tied off, and uh, they decide to uh, have um, Valerian ride one of the horses with the horses all kind of roped together, and then Sharian will ride the wolves, and the wolves are are looped together. So that way, you weren't they weren't mixing and matching horses with wolves together. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. My desire to keep my horse makes me glad of this. Because <laughs> um, yeah, mine's bite size. To dire wolves, yes. Although fierce. Yes. Oh yeah, she'll bite you on the way down, but <laughs> she, she's taking a bit with her. <laughs> so uh, you guys are just going to do this outside, uh, outside in the street in front of the inn. I mean, I sort of figured we would do it inside the inn, out of view of people. Okay. Well, let's do this. All right. So, uh, the 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 two riders uh, already have departed since they have a much they have a much longer travel. Actually, we could probably do it in the stables. That might be uh, easier to group eight people together without it having to be the common room where there are probably other people. That makes a lot better sense. Yeah. So you go into the stables, um, and. Uh, so let's just, let me do my, I think though it's an automatic success. There's no chance of mishap. So yeah, as long as we have an item from the place. Right. So I hold Lilith's hand. Don't worry. We'll be fine. I think you, I think you, do you all have to hold hands? No, I just think they have to be within sight of me and willing to do it. I can't teleport an unwilling creature. Consent is key. Always. 
Yeah. Eight willing, up to eight willing creatures you that you can see within range, or a single object that you can see within range. Okay. So uh, you use the helmet and insert teleportation sound here. Wow. Okay, you want to add your teleportation sound? I was doing mine at the same time as Greg. We blended. Okay. All right. Uh <laughs> I can't do a strong enough TARDIS impersonation. Otherwise, I damn well would have. <laughs> yes, me too. And I was like, I just can't. So I didn't try. No. By the way, in my mind's eye, the helm of teleportation is blue. <laughs> and it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> that would fit. be amazing. We all that's just step into the helmet. That's how Lil fits her the, the braid up in it. Exactly. Yes. Like the helmet it's comes like off, of the braid tents. falls out. People are like, how can that fit in there? That's how. <laughs> uh, it's a pocket dimension. Don't go putting the uh, don't go putting a bag of holding in it though. We're gonna find out that a lemon Jared gave Lilith an extra heart. <laughs> Literally, it's just a heart I carry around. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 dried and but occasionally still beats. Just looks like a looks like a date. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rather large prune that woman has. Um, so you, <laughs> um, with a weird, you know, a weird tr uh, travel through um, arcane energies, uh, you appear uh, outside of the the brewing company. Oh, thank God, because I thought we were going to appear inside. That was going to be a hell of a lot to explain. Yeah, the first thing that I would like to do is check to see if anybody saw us appear. Uh, everyone give me perception check. I got a 17. Three. Twelve. All right. Um, so as you look around, uh, yeah, there were some there were some people around um, who kind of noticed eight people just sort of show up, um, but they yeah. they kind of glance and then just sort of keep going on their way. Yeah, I didn't want to have them. Men and I didn't want to have to, you know, neuralize them with my hammer. Do Do you put sunglasses on when you use your? Okay, we're crossing our sci fi here. You, you, you want to try to get a full face mask because it's kind of splattery. Okay, where are we? I'm now? just saying, if this doesn't end with one of us having slightly psychic paper, I'm going to be disappointed. Seriously. Um, so we are near the tea shop. You're just outside the tea shop. Hello, tea shop. Oh, awesome. Uh, are they open? They are indeed open. All right, I would like to go in. Um, yeah. I'll just tell the party. You can follow if you want. I just have to give the message. I'll be back. I want to see the shop. Okay. All right. 
So you, you open the door to the shop uh, and the smell of various teas and spices uh, hits your nose. Mm. Um, you notice that uh, while, while the shop does have windows, the windows are rather uh, more opaque than you would have expected, um, not letting a whole lot of sunlight in. And the, but it is still inside the shop, though, there are uh, lanterns hung. So there's a rather comfortable, warm lighting inside uh, the shop, uh, as, as compared to the very bright but kind of worthless sunlight outside that doesn't seem to be doing anything to warm anybody up. Ooh, it's nice in here. Um, it's also, you, uh, it, it's relatively warm, uh, and that's thankful to, that's, that's due in part to a rather large fire, uh, in, uh, a very large hearth. Um, and there are around the shop, uh, large crates of various teas and spices. Um, as you kind of look around, uh, you definitely see the, kind of the, the the same blend uh as the box that you have and uh as you're kind of getting adjusted to it a uh rather uh well put together looking uh elf gentleman uh approaches and uh kind of gives the group the look of you the the group a looking over um as <clears throat> uh welcome to my my tea shop uh my name you is Gurnus. Gurnus. Yes, yes, I am Gurnus, and uh, it is uh, my, my, my privilege to have you as uh, guests here. Uh, I, I would invite you to, to, to inhale around and see which tea you might be interested in purchasing. We have uh, different packaging levels, so uh, just, just if you need anything, let me know. Uh, I actually just currently have a message to pass on to you. Oh? Uh, on the road north from Velma... We stopped at an inn called the Guardian Swan, and the innkeeper, Malon, served us the most amazing kettle of tea I have ever had the privilege to imbibe. And he said he got it here. So I wanted to stop by on our travels and give our compliments to you directly. <laughs> oh, yes, Milan, the Guardian Yes, yes, yes. Uh a great great inn out there on the edge of of, of the civilized world isn't it uh i i'm i'm glad he he is uh promoting rt so so well uh i will have to make sure to uh reward that sort of loyalty from him uh and he he kind of looks out so is anybody who you guys still have like the box in hand or what's yeah i still have the box I guess Lilith, yeah, Lilith would be holding the box, right? So, uh, as as and you you went into the tea uh, the tea shop, right? Yes. So as Gurnus is looking around, he looks, he sees Lilith has the tea box. He's like, "Oh yes, yes, oh Lilith." Well, hello. Uh, yes. I'll just make sure you guys can hear me. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. Um. So he he looks at at you, Lilith, as you're holding the the box, and he's. Oh, oh yes, that that's a good blend. Uh, wow, I'm 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 very I'm I'm very flattered that that he's Milan sent you here. Uh, again, if you're uh, if you're in the, the the market for buying some tea, uh, please 
and, and I can definitely get you another box of that blend. Uh, um, oh, that would be lovely. And there's a very good chance we'll need to buy tea sometime quite soon. Uh, for the moment, though, I would like to know where nearby, because this district just looks so lovely, we might be able to find an inn with, say, four rooms, four to five rooms potentially available? He pauses for a moment and thinks, and he kind of, he, again, kind of gives like a looking over of you, sort of uh, sizing you up um, in, in like a salesman sort of way. Oh, careful ye who judge us. <laughs> We're we're hard to pin down in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because between us we could buy this place. <laughs> Jade, by the way, during this entire conversation is just going from one box to another to barrel to bag and just deeply inhaling everything. And Lilith is gonna ask Jade, I thought we drank tea, not smelled it. You have to smell it first. It's a whole yeah. sensory experience, Lilith. Can you lift me up? I can't reach that one. Sure. Thanks. Um, he, he sits there and he's, um, I, I think uh, you could probably find a, a good number of rooms at the, uh, the Inn of the Red Butterfly. It's uh, two, three blocks over. Um, you will, of course, be able to recognize it by the, uh, the, the sign out front. Um, and Carissa kind of speaks, she's like, I, I know where that's at. Um, and do you think it will suit our purposes? Carissa's, yeah, it's, it's, yes, it's, uh, it, 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 it's far enough away that you, you know, that we won't be obvious, uh, and it's good enough that you don't have to worry about setting a watch when you sleep. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, Gurness, I thank you very much. We will return shortly to peruse your wares. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, the the innkeeper there, uh, he's one of my customers as well. Uh, uh, oh, what does he normally buy? I would like to bring him a gift. Oh. <laughs> uh, give me an insight check. Um, 13. Um, it's pretty plain that you're about to get, uh, you're about to get upsold. Uh, on, on the, on the, what, what does he buy? Um, okay. What does he uh, offer me? He said, oh, well, he, he gets this ginger blend. It's, uh, it, it, I usually charge him a, a, a gold piece a pound for it. He'll think we're tramps. Um, I'm going to look for something with a price tag around two gold per pound and buy two pounds of that. Okay, so, oh, he, he looks his, um There is a... Uh, there is a... a uh, there's a cinnamon blend... Uh, that is two gold pieces a pound. Awesome. I'm going to buy two pounds of that. 
and then I'm also going to buy a pound of the thing he recommended, and I'll just say it in case he just prefers the cheap stuff. Also, <laughs> I would like the floweriest smelling tea you have. He goes, oh, oh, that is the uh, the the spring morning blend. That that one gets very popular this time of year. Uh, that's going to cost you three gold pieces for a pound. Okay. He just, I, I, oh, okay, yes. Um, so uh, he, he gets out small boxes. Um, and, and this tea is like in bricks, like it's pressed bricks. You, like you know. a key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a, you know, that, it's sort of like what was dumped into the Boston Harbor. It was <laughs> bricks of, of pressed tea. So um, you guys have, he, he's, you know, he's just like, oh, all right. Um, yeah. And he gets one of his helpers to come over and, uh, you know, you get uh, two of the cinnamon and one of the ginger and one of the cloves. Uh, not cloves, uh, flowers. Uh, he, he's like, I will definitely have to send something to uh, Milan to thank him for such uh, such recommendation. to equipment and you know while we're while we're on this the flowery tea that the halfling purchased mm -hmm. how much would it cost to send a pound of that to the palace in grimsby Ooh, that's a good idea chase uh, i'll go in on that with you uh, a pound of that to the palace of grimsby well, uh, it's three gold piece for a pound, and then uh, this time of year, uh, you're, you're probably looking at a total of ten gold pieces to get a pound sent to to the to the palace in Grimsby. He kind of looks. Um, he kind of pulls. He pulls out a, a small pad with you know a, a wax pencil, and um, should this be um, addressed to any particular person in the palace? Oh, the king and queen, of course. He, he looks and he's like, and uh, I don't as really he... like that. I'll I'll kick in <laughs> five for that. Well, I, I think actually, I'm I'm confident that you would be able to make it two pounds for say twelve. Oh, yeah. oh of course, of course, yes, no. He, he you know. All right, to to their royal highness, uh, their royal majesties. Uh, he's like writing, and he's like, "I will, I will get this to a messenger to to take post haste." Okay, uh, could I go ahead and just you know write out a quick short message to be included in it? Oh, absolutely. For, for their reading, of course. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He uh, gets you a, a sheet of paper. Uh, I actually brings over like you know ink and ink. A jar and a quill for you, and and how long do we think it will take for this to get there? Um, if I send my fastest, uh, if if I can get the fastest couriers, uh, probably a week, week and a half. Okay, and I'm sure you'll be able to get the fastest. Um, it depends. It depends upon how how bad the weather has been. I. Thankfully, this winter has been cold, but not very stormy and 
Yes, the, the weather has been quite fortuitous. We've done a fair amount of traveling ourselves and have had very little trouble. Um, so Chase is going to write out a quick, simple note. Basically, we realized that we failed to give you a proper wedding gift. Please enjoy this tea and whatever, whatever. Flowery speech crap. And then at the bottom, especially for the king, uh, well, you know, towards the middle, so there's room for signatures. Uh, we are, we have been to Velmut, and our mutual friend is running to be the king. Your support would mean a lot to him, I'm sure. We are currently in, what the hell is the name of the elven capital? Uh, are we? Leonar. Leonar, thank you. I was just scrolling through my notes trying to find it again. Uh, we are currently in Leonar. Uh, about to stop a plot related to our mutual troublemakers. And Jade says hi. And Jade says hi. And then I'll sign it, give the other party members who have met them an opportunity to sign it. And I guess, you know, everybody else too. I mean, not the merchant, but... <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the the elves decline... Uh... I would oh, no, 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 I wasn't going to count them either. I'm talking about party members. Okay. Um, Kalen would also decline. He's he, he has never really met them, so... And I'm sure Celeste would decline on yeah. virtue of... I barely know you guys, and I definitely yeah. don't know them. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so the three of us sign, and then I'm going to... Uh, let's see. So I got a letter opener with the first Border Legion seal on the pommel right yes you did i am going to seal it with that okay um which uh as as he's putting the letter into into the the box um he kind of is looking at the seal and and just and and carissa kind of you know she when she notices it she kind of moves a little bit forward like so she's standing next to you, Chase, um, and she has, you know, like her. Basically, she has her uniform. And I and, love it when a plan yeah. comes together. Hell yeah! You're so smart. I, you know what? I want Mark to have inspiration for this. This is awesome. Uh, I think that means you got inspiration, Mark. I, I now have the happy little son. Yay! Um, so. Uh, he gets everything sealed up. Uh, he sends one of his clerks to go go get a courier, and uh, he, he is just kind of falling over himself now to uh, make it make his uh, appreciation of of your business. There's no trouble at all. You have done us the service. Oh. He's uh, well, well, definitely. Um, if, if you know any more tea needs, please definitely stop back in and uh, definitely we'll make sure I can, uh, you know, uh, serve however you need. Thank you. Oh, indeed, wait. we shall. Um, quickly, I look around for um, uh, words not work, um, tea thingy ball, tea ball. Um, loose tea goes in ball, ball goes in cup. Steeper. Thank you! Uh, he, My brain just glitched out. 
Yes. I, I excuse me, sir. Yes. Um, do you have any any neat steepers here? He kind of looks and he 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 goes over and pulls down a, a a silver one that uh the 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 steeper looks like a uh a rose um but it's you know beautiful silver uh silver that's, work that's pretty um do you have anything shaped like a bear he kind of looks he's like um not a bear but i do have and he pulls down and it looks like a wolf's head oh that's cool i'll take that one he's like uh, because you've been such good customers, it, it, it is on our house. It is gratis. So much, and she like hugs his knee. He's, he's a little taken at that, but <laughs> he's like, enjoy that tea and 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 good health. Thank you. All right, and we will take our leave and head over to this inn that he sold us on. Or actually, no, no. Once we get outside. Uh, I am going to turn to Carissa and say, okay, so that inn is fine, and he'll tell anybody who asks that that's where we're staying. Where can we stay that's maybe a couple streets over? <laughs> Secrets. She's like, you've been doing this for a bit, haven't you? I mean, you don't stay alive in card games without knowing how to bluff. She's like, uh, there's the Copper Wagon. Uh, it's a, a few blocks over. Maybe not as nice as the uh, the red butterfly, but it will. Uh, we might draw not draw as much attention there. I am I am confident that we will survive the squalor. She's like, oh no no no, it's not quite squalor, but um, it's generally where non elves end up staying when they come here. Far more fitting, um, and I think that since the message would have included descriptions of all of us together we will probably want to at least like the core party members arrive separately. Like, you know, not super crazy, but like five or 10 minutes apart, you know, maybe a couple of us start heading down there with one of your men to guide them. And then a couple more of us, uh, you know, just give a space of like a block or two. She knows she's like, that, this, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so she says, you know, uh, who, who do you want to send first of, uh, of your group? Um, I mean, any volunteers? I'll go. Me and Lilith. What? Me and Lilith. Okay, so Jade and Lilith, and then we'll say uh, Celeste and Kaylin, and then uh, you and I will bring up the rear. All right. Um, so she's like, okay, so Air will take, uh, will take Lilith and Jade, Elios. We'll take Celeste and Kaylin, and as you said, you and I will go. So. It helped us with the bears. What? Was Air the one that helped us with the bears? No, Air is one of the wolf riders. Right, wolf. Gotcha. Okay. So, plan. They didn't bring any wolves. Darn it. You teleported, remember? That's right. I forgot we didn't teleport with the animals. Yeah. Um, so Air, uh, Air looks, he's like, so I'll get a room for for the three of us. 
and Elios, you'll get a room for the three of you, and then uh, Chase and, and Carissa, you can... So we'll have three rooms. Sounds good, and then we can split them up however we actually want to once we get in and settled, but that should at least throw any potential lookouts off the scent a little bit. It'll be odd enough that the people who saw us teleport in mention it to ears that are likely to believe them. Good point. Yeah. That Carissa kind of chuckles. She's like, oh, I'm I am sure that whispers have already started their way to to the palace. Then let us spend as little time on the street as we have to. Uh, take off, guys. Lilith, let's go. Okie dokie. Off we go, me and Lilith yeah. and Air. Um, I didn't. Did I didn't give you get? Did I give you guys the name of the? No, I gave you the guys the name of the end of the red butterfly guy. Not right, to... which is not the one we are going to. Right. We're going to the copper something or another. The copper wagon. That's it, the copper wagon. Um, so you, uh, Air, kind of, as you're walking, he he's explaining a little bit of the the... <laughs> city to you um and and everyone who travels as you're traveling uh you kind of get the layout of the city is um the the city is kind of like buildings are built around the bases of these very large think like redwood trees um and then like the streets are kind of they aren't even really like they're not paved but they're also but they're well maintained so, um, but like the streets are the spaces between the trees. Um, and these trees, like I said, they're like redwoods. They're ancient and large. Um, um so they're, the, the, the buildings are built around, not into the trees. All of the buildings that you have seen are built around. Okay. Uh, um, but do you ask that? Um, well, as he's explaining, Jade would would say something like, "You know, uh, so so there you don't carve into the trees; you just build around them." He's like everything except for what you would call the royal palace. The palace is built around and into and up through uh, one one of the very largest trees uh, in the city. Oh, that sounds pretty. He kind of he points and like in the distance between the trees, like it's kind of think like, I mean, it's more of a conifer tree, but like it's got like that, like it stands out like if you're standing in like Animal Kingdom and you see the Tree of Life, like even though there are trees around you, it sticks out that you could, you know, he could point it out and go, that's the that's the royal palace. Oh wow! And I look around and go, damn it, I don't have Orion to climb, and I kind of look up at Lilith. Yeah, you can climb me. Okay. And I climb up Lilith and get on Lilith's shoulders so I can see the tree better. And then I braid her hair. <laughs> so, so so we can see the castle tree? Yeah, you can make out the castle tree. How many head points do you think the castle tree would have? A lot. <laughs> Lilith! Oh 
Just saying. I mean, I, I thought it, but you said it. Just saying. I was sitting here going, I mean, wood's awfully flammable. Oh, no, I got that blight. I can kill it with blight. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Oh, my God. What? Anywho. What, what happened? How did... I don't know, but I find myself asking myself that question every session lately. <laughs> so... It's like a parent looking at their kids going, where did I go wrong? Uh-huh, I know that one. <laughs> Always looking past my own nose. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab on Lilith's shoulders, uh, as we're chatting and walking towards the end. Um, Air, uh, Lilith and Jade also give me, uh, perception checks. Perception? Okay. Ooh, 21. <laughs> Two. I'm busy braiding her hair. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> I'm trying out a new braid. It's amazing how the dice actually know when Jade would be too distracted. Right? Um so as you're looking up at the um as you're looking up into the uh air at the the castle tree, um you notice uh Lilith um do this. Um what looks horse-like creatures Horse-like creatures flying around the uh, the upper levels. Uh, Lilith, as you're looking up, you see what looks like they look horse-like until you kind of focus in on it, um, and you realize one. Uh, while it has sort of a horse body, um, it's a, it it's has a lion. no, it has uh, talons uh, like. Uh, like a rat, like some sort of bird of prey, um, and the head of it, uh, the, well, the four limbs end in like bird of prey. Oh, it's a griffin. Talent. It's it's a hippogriff. Yeah, it's a hippogriff. I don't know why I said griffin. Um, and you notice that each of them is mounted with uh, some sort of of rider, uh, and from what you could tell, with a rather good uh, perception check. Uh, you know, armed in some way. And as you kind of look, uh, air kind of follows your, your, your gaze. And he's like, ah, yes, the, uh, the Royal Legion, they, they are, uh, they are part of the protection of the, uh, the, 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 the King, uh, and the palace tree. Uh, Jade, look up. Um, yeah, with, with Lilith's help, uh, you're able to uh, see uh, what is fine. The around. eagle ponies. Eagle ponies! Oh my goodness, they're beautiful. Can we pet those too? He's, uh, Air looks just, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. The, to be fair, the, 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 the royal guards are, they look down upon those of us who actually uh, are out, you know, fighting war. Uh, douchebags. It's going to be so sad when we have to kill a bunch of those. The guards or the hippogriffs? Probably, yes. True. I hear that if you bow to them, they're nice to you. 
Um, I don't know about that, Potter. <laughs> um, so, uh, Air kind of like tugs at you to like, let's not just stand in the middle of the street. Look, man, we're tourists. We would be looking at shit like this. This is <laughs> this is not something you see every day. He laughs. He's like, you're, you're right. You're right. This that yeah. No, you're it's you're part of our cover, no. man. And this is how Chase gets to the end first. <laughs> right. Um. So you guys eventually make it to the inn. Uh. Uh. You meet. Uh. When you co- when you step in, it is like the 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 crowd this morning because it's still morning. Um. Is as you look around, you notice it's it's thin uh, on people. Um, but it's like the first time you've seen like humans and you spot like a dwarf. Uh, you spot a couple halflings. Um, it's, it's the first time in a while that you've seen anything other than orcs, half orcs and elves. Nice. I like variety. People. Well, let's Uh, be nice. Look, I used to like people, and then people happened. I, I understand, but we're supposed to be tourists and happy, right? Okay. So, <laughs> uh, um, a, a slightly uh, trying to think of the, an elf with a dad bod. Nice. Uh, come dilf. That's inspiration. I had to think about that for a second. Um, uh, comes, you know, walking over, um, well dressed, um, and then uh, as he nears, you s- notice the slightest wisp of a mustache, um, which kind of gives away that he is not fully elf. About to say he's a half elf. Mm-hmm. What's the other half? God damn it, Lilith. Keep it in your pants. Wait, I'm not there. <laughs> Can I, like, like spur kick Lilith? Are you riding Lilith? I don't mean it I'm that on her way. shoulders. Yeah, I did walk you with her on my shoulders. Oh, <laughs> and I made sure to duck so I didn't dairy in her into the door. Thank you. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. He, I'm really he not good of, at carrying kids on my shoulders. <laughs> uh, he looks at, at the three of you and he kind of raises an eyebrow and he's, ah, well, welcome to the, welcome to the, welcome Copper to the, wagon. yeah. He has a wagon. stutter. It's okay. No. We understand. Take a deep breath. No, it was like every time I kept going to talk, I also was like having to swallow. Like, I don't know what was going on. He said, welcome to the Copper Wagon. Uh, uh, are you, are you uh, travelers looking for a, a room for the evening? Yes, please. Excellent. Uh, and, and oh, no, well, my name is Kailu. Uh, I am the proprietor. Hello, Kailu. Um, so there's a bald guy that looks like the dude from One Punch? 
Um, Sorry. No. <laughs> no, he does not look like that. Uh, he though he's uh, he's like all right. Uh, and, and one room. Yes, please. Smiles. All right. Um, uh, he pulls out. He like opens up a small sheet of paper, and uh, we we've got uh, a few rooms on the second floor. Uh, ooh, we have one that's close to the uh, to our bathing facilities. That was gonna be my next question. What you trying uh, to say, dude? Uh, just uh, some folks like to be closer to it than others, so that you know the walk back and forth is, you know, and, and especially in winter now, when you know the hallway, especially if you are one who likes to bathe in the evening, the hallway can be a little drafty, a little chilly. Okay. That room sound good, Jade. Yep. Great. Excellent. Uh, that will be five silver for the for the night. I will. I got this. Okay. Uh, I like lean over Lilith's head to hand him the the silver. <laughs> he like he has to like stretch and reach up because again, even though he's like a half elf, he's only like you know five four, and Lilith's like what six foot. Yeah. Plus little three foot jade on top. Yeah, so he's like reaching up to to, to grab the silver. <laughs> Uh, he hands over a key. Air is just kind of air is doing his best to not not break. Just we'll break him. Um, Come, my loves, to the best. <laughs> the uh, with that, the Kylo kind of looks and he's kind of gives a slight shrug to his shoulders. Um. <laughs> Dinner is available. Uh, meals are available throughout the day. They're not included with the price of the room. Uh, and they kind of walks over to the bar and starts whispering something to one of the uh, one of the serving folks. Ooh, can we hear? Give me a perception check. Ooh, can I like read lips or something? No, that was your other character. Damn it. Sixteen. Um, you catch bits and pieces, and the, the 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 gist of it that you can you think you're hearing is um, he's trying to figure out what like if you guys are like a thruple. Oh, okay. Mission accomplished. Because you know my next thing was like I think I'm just gonna have to scan his mind because I don't need him telling people we're here. Yeah, no, it's more of 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 whether or not he has. Whether or not he has any good dirt to, to spread around. Well, Chase said throw I'll him say off. We should go with it. You know what I'm saying? Let's just go with it. <laughs> All right. That'll so definitely throw him off. Do you guys I don't want to have to hammerize him. <laughs> are you guys heading up to the room? Yep. All right. All right. Yeah, we, uh, we gotta get that teleportation dust off us. <laughs> um Short time later, Elios shows up. Uh, apparently, Celeste the whole time while walking through, wandering through the uh, the, the 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 city here uh, has been commenting to Kaylin and, and Elios about uh, you know the beautiful merging of uh, 
nature and and uh and and civilization so um they get their room and uh so that gets us to carissa and chase leaving uh the tea shop to head over uh to the uh copper wagon um Chris kind of does does a little bit of the tour the 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 tour guide thing and she points out the you know the palace tree and you know also the 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 flying royal guards Chase keeps pointing out um and asking questions of a more pragmatic pragmatic nature uh things like uh like when she points out the palace and the guards he's going to ask and you know, how many entrances are there into the palace aside from the main one? She she's thinking she's like, I'm I, I haven't really been to the palace. Um I know the main gate and I think there might be a um sort of the, the, the back gate for you know supplies to be brought in. And she okay. she lets you know that there's uh, around the palace tree um it's probably the only space in town that has, that has been cleared and kept clear um, about a hundred or so feet around the uh, around the base of the tree um, is uh, they erected a there's a stone wall. She's she's like a, she believes it's about 15 feet tall, several it's like it's, it's wide enough for two, maybe three elves to, to walk abreast on it. How new um, is that? Um, she, she said it was constructed early on in the, uh, the last war. Um, when she's like the, the beginning of the war, uh, wasn't going well for, for us. And, uh, there was some fear that the, the capital could be invaded. Um, so they hastily erected a wall and, and in the intervening, uh, time, she's like, they brought in a lot of 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 uh, workers to uh, continue to fix and upgrade and improve the wall. Uh, she's like, that's she's like, if you see any dwarves in town, that's most likely why they're here. She's like, the, as far as I understand, His Majesty has never been is not satisfied with the uh, with the wall as it is, and and continues to uh, demand a more uh defensible wall to to protect him and the royal family and uh yeah so if he is in fact on the same side as our friend then he is doing that most likely as a woos of some kind and if he is not and he's as much a victim in this as the people then that is where his attentions are being turned that is good to know um and the the guys on you called them hippogriffs the hippogriff mm -hmm. writers mm -hmm. who do they really report to i know nominally they're the royal guard and that means the king but who do they actually take the orders from she looks she goes i believe i believe they have a uh their 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 captain i believe is uh he's a, a older elf named ralnor uh he's uh <clears throat> last i last i have heard and again this has been a little bit um he's he he tries to keep the guard out of any sort of political entanglements um so uh he when when he sends his reports or sends his requests uh he 
from what I am told, bypasses everybody and only answers to the king. Okay. Loyal to the throne, not to the kingdom. That, again, depending on what we learn, is either good or extra work, but it's good to know either way. Um, do you guys have alchemists that practice privately out and about? Ah, uh, that I'm, I'm just like a, I, I, well, I, I, I use magic. I generally just get my, my supplies from, from herbalists and, and, and the oddities shop. Uh, I don't deal many, do much with alchemists. Um, I'm sure we have to have some in town, um, in, in the city, uh, just kind of we we can look into that once we get settled it's yeah. it's not a super urgent thing i'm just gonna need something sometime soon and i'd prefer to not have to do it all myself she nods um give me a perception check mark um quick question related to this perception check is the elven capital city enough trees to qualify as my favorite terrain of forests or would it be an urban environment still i you know what? I, I will say it qualifies as forest Okay, um, so I'm gonna have to add five onto this roll after I make it because of how Beyond Twenty interacts, uh, which would make it a nineteen. Oh, so you add uh, so okay, you, you add five. It's not advantage. Okay. Uh, yeah, the description says that I am my proficiency bonus. Oh, you know what? It's not proficiency bonus. Is that the number in the skills column, or is that just your stat modifier? The proficiency bonus is is the the plus three that you so you would add your your double your proficiency so instead of uh it wouldn't be an additional five it would be an additional three. Oh, okay because it's plus three for being proficient right got it got it okay so in that case it would actually be 17. okay um as you're looking around um you see a um you notice uh coming from the east of you um like several like draft horse drawn uh open carts um with large silverly silver silvery blocks uh rocks in them um and they all seem to be traveling um traveling uh to the west um so past you and then turning towards um uh a sector a section of the of the city where as you look that way you notice smoke here and there. Do you know what those are? And do you know where they're going? Carissa looks just like that. She's like, I, I think that's coming from there are hills to just just to the east of here. And uh, it looks like they must have found a new vein of silver. Hmm. She, she kind of lets you do like the, the, the capital here kind of formed here because the, the hills just outside of the, the, the forest here are pretty pretty uh good deposits of silver um but for a long time while the war was going on like mining kind of took a a back seat to you know war fighting um and so she, it's like oh that's, um and you notice uh the folks driving the uh the people driving the wagons however uh were clearly dwarves okay so probably related to the incoming workers that were first building the wall now they are expanding into other consumer markets well not consumer markets uh industrial markets yeah she's she's like we she's for a long time and she's like your 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 friend jade 
um, the 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 tea steeper, uh, steepers. So like for a long time, our 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 goldsmithing and 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 jewelry making was uh, renowned around uh, around the old empire and and even further out. It's uh, unfortunately, you know, with the with when the war was going on, that everything seems to stop and everyone was just focused on fighting and 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 there are there's some say there's almost a half generation of artisans that never got apprenticed yeah that's what happens when a nation of peoples becomes focused on war you lose out on a great deal of other parts of civilization she nods and as you you've you know finished talking uh you come to the uh to the copper wagon um when she enters uh kailu kind of recognizes her uh and uh looks and he's he's like where's you're you're in you're 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 back in town and she kind of walks over um and uh leans in and whispers to him something uh, as she slides a gold piece into his hand and then steps back and she's like we need a room for for at least the night and kind of kind of looks from her to you and you see him kind of uh surreptitiously slide the coin into his uh into a pouch uh and you know he basically tells you you know there's he has a a nice room up on the second floor um you know this one's a little bit of a walk from the uh from from the bathing facilities but uh he'll he'll make sure to keep the the in toasty tonight sounds good to me when's dinner uh he's like well lunch should be in a few hours uh and then dinner will be uh about uh, an hour or two uh after the sun sets and he's like and the the bar is uh should be well stocked uh some of the finest wines of all the in all the kingdom uh and uh if your tastes move to a a, a less intoxicating uh we have both uh, a variety of teas, and uh, we also have gotten from uh, from Grimsby. Uh, we've learned of this this beverage called coffee, and we, we import the beans uh, and, and make uh, what what some of our travelers say is a fine cup of coffee. Can't say I'm familiar with it, but maybe we'll we'll see. Whatever. Um, okay. So where's our room? Oh, second floor, and he hands you over a key and kind of, you know, waits for the coin. Oh, not the coin she handed him. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, Chase will fish around for a couple moments. Then I'll reach into a different pouch and reach around for a couple uh, moments and painstakingly count out. Uh, what was it, five silver? Yeah. yeah so he's going to count out three silver and 20 copper i was gonna say you just gotta pay it all in copper uh no no not that not that far but three <laughs> silver 20 copper and it's gonna be you know very stretched out as he's sitting there counting them out to make sure that they're all there <laughs> before Putting it in his hand, you know, like when people at the convenience store oh, yeah, yeah, have to buy cigarettes, just like that. Mm-hmm. I'm to the point where I would actually like to do a performance roll to affect relief when I have it all. Sure. 
Give me a performance check. Ah, I shouldn't have asked for the roll. Never ask for a roll. Uh, seven. He's he he kind of gets that you're you're putting on a little bit, but he doesn't make any any uh, any uh, recognition that you know he he knows you're kind of pulling a pulling a, pulling a performance here. He's just sort of, he starts sliding it over into the into the till. All right, uh, then grab the key and head up to our room, and then look to start meeting up with everybody. All right. So in the meantime, what Lilith and Jade? What have you been up to? I think we were taking a bath, right? So it's very specific. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, you can come too. But Jade is going to draw the warmest bath she can with whatever facilities are provided for her. Mm -hmm. um, she is then going to take uh, a, a sizable for Jade a handful of her flowery tea and throw it in the bathtub. Okay. And stir it up and then get in the bathtub. Okay. What color does it turn? Sounds mm. like black. Um. Yeah, no, it is a, it's, it's a black tea. Um, right, but even black teas, when they're flowery, turn like purple and red and stuff. Um, it, it's oh, actually, God, you made a bath bomb. It, <laughs> it actually turns, um, has like hints of a light green through it. Nice. If you dye me green, Jade, we're going to have a problem. Well, you don't have to get in if you don't want to, but you're gonna going to smell really pretty. Right, Green so will go are, well with my hair. So you are <laughs> you are bathing in tea. Yes. I want to spell pretty when I kill these guys. Um so so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for an onion and a carrot and some celery. No. Because we might we might as well be stew. No, Lilith. Um so Chase, as you get up onto the, the second floor. From the end of the hall where the bathroom or the bathing facilities are, you pick up the scent of a very strong flowery tea. I'm just going to I'm gonna glance back at Carissa and go, well, we found them. <laughs> she's looking and she's kind of sorry. She's, oh, oh, what, what, what are, okay. She bought tea. She, she nods. She's like, and a, a pound of tea, and I. She's we. And oh, I don't. I don't think she used all of it. She's. She kind of looks. She's like, I, I'd hope not, but even a, a pound of tea for someone so small—that would be a lot of tea to drink. She's not drinking it. That's what I've worked splash, out. Splash, 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 splash. Um. That said, I think they've got the right idea as far as a bath is concerned, because I. Yeah, I'm not doing the tea thing. Um, but yeah, I just drop our stuff off at the uh, room and then head down and do the whole bathing for posterity thing as well. Skip forward to uh, bathing montage. <laughs> um, 
Dun, I, dun, picture dun. It, I picture it for Chase as that scene in Maverick when he's just laid back and smoking the cigar except without the cigar and hat counting the money on. except without the money. Hat still on except not with the hat on. And I have this idea of using Air Genasi powers to make sort of a Whirlpool-style bath. <laughs> oh, that's genius. Mark, I can only give you inspiration once. <laughs> Yeah, but I could have spent it on the uh, persuasion check I, or performance check I failed. But that's fine. We'll say I spent it, I rolled badly, and I just got it again. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you, you all are taking... Um, and Carissa goes and, and gets uh, the two elves, and she's like, yeah, bathing. Let's do this. Um, so so the, the group of you, uh, the, the bathing facility is you, you're gonna have to take some turns because it's not as as big and grand as uh as say the facilities at the second inn and there are also more of us now there are um celeste uh declines to bathe but she will uh kind of hang out um in the bathroom in, in the bathing room uh just kind of uh you know, to, to not be alone. Um, and uh, so while you guys are all are all bathing, I would assume you are kind of sharing information that you've gleaned as you're traveling around. Do you guys see the hippogriffs? Yeah. Uh, Carissa here tells me that they report to their own leadership who reports directly to the king. So Ugh. if he's on our side, good news. If he's not, little troublesome. Yeah, man, I hope he's on our side. We've been really lucky with the leadership. We have. We've been very lucky. I I hope. Kind of seems like, I don't know, maybe, does it kind of seem like maybe that's their MO? You know, like they're, they don't go after the royalty. They go after like what they think is the influence of the royalty. I mean... I think our sample size is too small to make a firm statement on that. It has been what we've experienced so far. But I'm not willing to turn a blind eye just because. Good point. But it's something to think about. Yeah, I know you don't want to kill the hippogriffs. If we can avoid it, we will. Okay. Thanks, Chase. Beyond that, they've got a stone wall that they're continuing to work on despite theoretically being at peace. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And apparently they may have found a new load of uh, silver in mines to the east, which the dwarves are the ones working, which I find interesting given that this is the elven capital. That is I true. Mean, like, that's, that's kind of what dwarves do, but why? Hmm. Anywhere near the border or even farther away? I would be inclined to say, yeah, absolutely. But we're in the capital, and their primary financial riches are being handled and processed by dwarves. By dwarves. Hmm, that is interesting. Well, it could be a nomadic dwarf tribe. Doesn't change the fact that the elves aren't doing it. I mean, elves don't like... Well, but I mean, it could just be dwarves out for hire to run the mines. Because, you know, elves ain't going to dig in the dirt. They're elves. No offense. The um, Carissa actually, she's like, so us using dwarves is kind of new. She's like, our 
people in the past uh, did did mine. When did that change? She looks like kind of recent. So since the war. Hmm. You guys remember where we found the last big bad we beat up? Underground. You know, underground. Yeah. Well, maybe I will use the brick smasher name to go see if I can get some gleam some information from the dwarves. That's kind of smart. I was too. raised by dwarves. That's yeah. true. You have an advantage. Yeah, I think that would definitely be a good idea. Uh, maybe keep it kind of low key. Like, oh, I will. We can I'm see if we can go in find there. out where they hang out when they're not working and chat them up there. Um, just, just kind of reminder: you did notice uh, a few dwarves in the uh, main room of the inn as you came in. Ah, I think we noticed some dwarves when we came in. So. There'll probably be more in here tonight around dinner time when they get off work because you know dwarves like to eat and drink. Yeah. Sounds I'll good. strike up a conversation and see what I can find out. There you go. Sounds like a plan. Or I'll strike up a conversation and see what I can pull out of them. Let's All try right. the nonviolent way first. I was going nonviolent either way. Okay. I have an app for that. Hey, Joe. Yes, sir? I have the actual, like, hardware in my kit to make bullets, correct? Yes, you do. Okay, awesome. Um, how many could I make in, like, half a day, given that I've been doing it for a while now? And I have some leftover pre-prepared materials from before? Oh, right, because you are carrying around... Uh... A bunch of you you had a, a good amount of gunpowder right uh let me um like half a day you could probably make 10. all right well that's better than nothing um so i'm going to propose to the group that i'm going to use one of the rooms for the remainder of the day and ask if somebody would mind bringing me lunch when it comes up because i've got some work i need to get done Oh, yeah, and totally. Once, once I'm done bathing, I'm going to go up to the room and do that because I'm not feeling comfortable going into this with the number of bullets I have. That's that's a good idea, Chase. I think you should definitely do that. I'll bring you food. All right. So Chase is going to spend most of the day uh, working on making ammunition. Uh, what are you going to be doing, uh, Lilith? Um, I'm going to go for a walk. Okay. To see what I can, you know, see how close to the mining I can get before someone turns me back. All right. I thought we were just going to do that in the main common room. Oh, no, I'm going to get information, but I want to see how protective they are of the area. That you can't really ask unsuspiciously when you're like, hey, how you doing, friend? Um... How close to your mind can I get before someone tries to kill me? Fair. Okay. That, that's fair. Um, and Jade, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to take a nap until it's time for food and then bring Chase food and then probably hang out in the common room and kind of keep my ears open and, and see if what kind of talk there is and, you know. Be as, as inconspicuous as possible as a, a green-haired, probably green-tinged skin, bear-looking halfling can be. Okay. 
All right. So, um, Chase, I think you just have to make a weaponsmithing or gunsmithing check. That would be a 17. Yeah, you're able. You spend you spend the, the hours working and uh, you are able to produce uh, 10 bullets uh, with m materials you have. Um, trying to remember how much we said you br you had with you, but uh, you probably have enough for like another 10. Like you have enough powder. It's it's casings and 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 the bullet. Uh, yeah, that, that you're gonna probably need to get um, materials for to make. Right, because I can save the casings, but I still have to reprime them, and I still have to have the actual slugs. Yep, I'm not digging slugs out of things, especially not when they fall into sewers or off of cliffs or get fired into the trees. Um, or you know, turn into melty. Uh, you know, their blood melts the snow around them. Yeah, and all those other fun things. Um, so that would be pretty cool. I mean, gross, but cool. Just sitting there with a little pan, just <laughs> panning for my own casings out of the acid. Like, give it back, damn you! Oh man, that hit a bone and deformed. I can save it. <laughs> okay. Um, just so... became a hollow point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or a> wad cutter. <laughs> Hey, look, Joe showed some knowledge of firearms. Um, Do you get inspiration for that? Do you want me to have inspiration? Joe, I think you get inspiration in your other game where you're the player. Just tell them I said it was cool. Okay. I'll give you inspiration in our game. <laughs> um, so, all right, so we jump over to, uh, to Lilith taking a stroll. So Lilith, what are you what 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 is what what are you wearing as you go out on your stroll? Same thing I'm always wearing. I got my cloak pulled over tight on my um to try to cover as much armor as I can, but I'm not gonna go naked. And by naked I mean no armor. Okay. So you've got your armor. Uh I, I would assume you have your hammer. Yeah. I won't take my shield because that seems too com that seems too it's got a giant skull on the front of it, so it's sort of, you know, <laughs> someone wearing armor and a black cloak, you know, can pass off as some, but someone wearing armor with the giant skull on it, someone's going to be like, hey, who the, f uh, you know. Right, it, so, but your shield is where you keep your holy symbol, or do you have one that you also wear? Oh, no, I wear a holy symbol, too. Okay. Uh, is that displayed prominently, or... I may not, because these are elves, and I don't know how well they would like a worshiper of death. Probably another reason I'm going to leave my shield behind. Okay. Um, With my gee. bright blue helmet that says <laughs> police box on it. <laughs> uh, uh, you go uh, wandering out. Uh, you're heading east towards uh, where the mines, or the hills and the yeah. mines are, so... Um, give me a perception check. Okie dokie. I noticed there was hills. Um, I just as you're wa as you're wandering, you notice um, you know, 
you don't see a whole lot of people on the street. Um, but in the area that you're in, like from the copper wagon as you travel east, um, you, you're, you're seeing a lot of non-elves. Um, you know, there are some, a few little shops, um, a couple like um, just taverns. Uh, Any, and I, um, which you call it? Um, not necro. Um, the guy pirate? chase needs. No, the, the guy chase needs um, gnomes. Um, alchemist. Alchemist. There, do I notice any alchemist shops? Um, you don't. Uh, okay. You don't notice anything this way. Um, it's a, it's a, a lot more in like uh, like there are a few general stores. Uh, you know. A couple like specific about you know for like you know uh, tack and harness for uh, mounts. Um, as you get toward as you get towards midday, um, you pass by a tavern um, and you notice a lot of the folks going in and coming out are dwarves. Ah, I will investigate said tavern. Uh, as you step uh, as you step in and the uh, the tavern is the uh, the spicy pot. Um, as you step in, the uh, the smell of beer and uh, rich cooked, uh, rich cooking, um, kind of reminds you of of childhood. I was about uh, to say, I'm home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but as you step in, though, like you are probably the only human in here, um, as and, I would expect. Yeah, you get a get a little. Uh, you get a little side eye, um, and then uh, as as you're you you grown up with, they kind of do a, a little bit of an up and down, and then uh, once they spot the hammer, they kind of give you a bit of a grin, and uh, you seem to have uh, passed whatever judging uh, that you were experiencing. So is the bartender a dwarf? Uh, yeah, the, the the almost the whole staff is dwarves. Oh, okay, um, well, I'm going to go talk to the bartender. So uh, you walk up to the bar. Uh, having been around dwarves, you, you notice he's probably about middle-aged. Um, from the look of him, he's probably, you know, ha- was a miner or something in the past because he's got, like, ham hock arms. Um, as you near, he, uh, in dwarvish. And uh, what can I, what can I pour for you? Um... Ale. And stew. Ah, good. He pours he pours you a, a, a generous mug of ale um, and goes and uh, gets a, a pretty good-sized bowl of stew, uh, brings over a side of uh, uh, dark bread. Uh, again, very, very much like comfort from your childhood. Yeah. Uh, and, the, you know, the bread is, like, still warm, and then he brings over some, you know, Good little thing of butter, and uh, he's he's like uh, and and dwarvish. So, how'd you learn? How'd you learn the tongue? I was raised by dwarves. He kind of cocks an eyebrow. And what's your family name? Brick Smasher. I think I knew knew a Brick Smasher. Uh, my name is Rourke. Rourke uh, Hammerhand. 
And he offers his, his hand out to you to, to shake. I will shake his hand. Tell him well met. I'm glad right. I found his establishment in this city of pomp and fluffy pillows. <laughs> he chuckles. Yeah, we don't get uh, too much of the elves in here. I think our food's a little a little too hearty for them. That and I don't think uh, they... They don't, they don't the, eat meat. <laughs> some will, he said, but I don't think they know the spicing. Um, and and it is... The, 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 the stew is, is right there on the spices. It's, it's everything. Oh, yeah. you, Dwarven stew. It's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. It's, uh, you, 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 you're passing through. Uh, what, what brings you to Lenanor? I'm up from Stonecast. Hmm. More interestingly, what brings you here? I wouldn't expect a large population of dwarves in an Elvis city. Ah, well, some of them, some of the, some of the folks here are here, are here because they're uh, working on the uh, palace wall, uh, and some folks are here for the uh, for the iron, uh, not for the silver, uh, the silver mines out uh, just outside the outside the city itself. It's uh, and uh, I'd uh, once thought I was a uh, I once was a miner, but uh, yeah, you know it's a it's a young dwarf's uh, profession. And uh, I figured if there are dwarves working and living here, then they need to have a bit of home. So uh, me man. and the, me and the misses, we uh, we pulled up and uh, decided to open up the uh, open up the spicy pot. And uh, seems like the, the 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 men like it. Uh, a little bit of taste of home for them, but uh, I don't know. Traveling traveling in this area has gotten. From what I've been hearing from folks, uh, just uh, it is a it is a little bit rough out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the elves are getting a little trigger happy on the border. I, that's what I heard. Uh, especially the uh, the border with the orcs. Uh, good people, them orcs, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I heard heard the border is a bit of a, a bit of a mess. All slag, so they, all slag, no metal, you know. Yeah. So did the king send out like word to hire dwarf dwarven workers, or I don't know why you build such a big wall in the peace time. Well, the wall started before before the peace, uh, but uh, I would assume he's the. This is just just me talking, but uh, I would assume that with you know if, if they're ramping up in the borders. They're probably expecting that they're gonna get the orcs to to respond, and uh, you know, you know the royals. They love sending folks to to fight, but don't like the fighting when it comes to them. Oh yeah, of course. So, but uh, yeah, I think uh, for what I what I, what I was uh, heard was you know, once the uh, folks started coming in to build the walls, then. Uh, I don't think it was the king himself. One of his ministers or whatever uh, decided they wanted to get dwarf workers in to check out the old silver mines they had. Because uh, from what we were told before the uh, before we came, the mines had uh, they weren't quite tapped out, but they also weren't uh, easy to get to. The well, if anybody's going to get the last ounce of silver out of a mine, it's going to be a dwarf. You know it. We can smell it in the rocks. Yes. 
I know that from growing up. <laughs> hard life, but hard people. But a good life. Yes, it is. And an honest life. <laughs> uh, so he kind of so what uh what brings you traveling with a companion, trying mm. to get to Grimsby. She right. has business there and I'm more or less protecting her. Kind of going a little bit of a roundabout way. Yeah. She's kind of a free spirit. <laughs> and, you know, I can't let anything happen to her. So we'll get there eventually. Aye. Well, we you made know. sure to stay here for a while to ride out the worst of this winter because the winter has been unbelievable. Oh, uh, I, I, if, if you hadn't said you've been raised by dwarves, I would have thought you had gone mad traveling in this winter. But, you know, being that you're nearly a dwarf, you, 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 you know how to endure, and that, that says a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize that, is this a large community? Uh, there's probably good 70, 80 dwarves in town. Huh? And a few more, maybe a dozen or so more out at the, out at the, the, the mine camp itself. Well, I will overpay him generously. Yeah, so like your 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 ale and 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 stew comes to like five copper. Yeah, I'd give him two silver. He he looks. Oh, that's a, that's generous, Miss. I uh, can't take it with you, man. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And and I've paid ten times what I've paid you for this bit of home and good talk. <laughs> well. As long as you're in the you're you're here in the city, if you uh, need that slice of home, you know where we're at. Uh, I'll make oh, sure. I will definitely be back. I'll make sure there's a spot at the a spot for you to sit. Maybe bring your companion, introduce her to some good cooking. I, I you know, I was just about to say she would love this place. <laughs> well, but she then. took a nap, and I was a little bit, you know, restless. So wanted uh, to get a lay of the city. And then I saw a wagon with dwarves driving it, and I've just followed it down this way. Ah, uh, probably heading back to the mines then. Ugh. Yeah, they, they, it's a, they've probably got a good, uh, you know, those four fellows. It's a, it's it's a, a it's a good couple hours in and out of the city, uh, although a little quicker when they don't have uh, ore in the back. But uh, oh. you got those, you got the ones working out, and then uh, the the there's a small group. Doing the smelting, uh, which probably where the wagon came from, uh, uh, and, then they, and then they give the, the the silver. Then goes to the different craftsmen around, uh, or uh, I think some of it they they trade, uh, maybe to Grimsby, maybe to Stonecast, maybe to you know further south. To uh, yeah, I guess though it's 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 helping the the elves recover from the war, but. Uh, yeah, so is it mostly the dwarves doing the craftsmanship, or are they apprenticing some elves? Because I heard just eavesdropping that they've lost a lot of um, craftsmen because of the old war. No, they they aren't letting. They're being a little uh, underhanded. So the best silver uh, prices, the best silver prices go to the elven artisans, and if any of the dwarves want to do silver work. You're pay we're paying a premium. Uh, there are some still some good el elven uh, silversmiths around, but what you heard is is right. Uh, there should be more apprentices uh, around. He's, 
I, I don't understand it. Even even what even the, the little bit that the dwarves were involved in the war, we never gave up on 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 the arts, the you know, the metalsmiths and 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 the the, the wow. stonemasons. You you have to keep that that system going. You know, it is the dwarven religion. <laughs> we work hard as uh, as Ivra uh, commands us. Well. I better get back to my companion before she gets into too much trouble. We will be, we may come in for dinner tonight. We may be in for lunch tomorrow. It was well, very you, nice speaking to you. It's very nice speaking to you. I'm glad I could give you a little slice of home. You and your companion are always welcome in here. I'll make sure that there's two seats available. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I shall, I shall be back. Excellent. Um, as you leave, uh, you kind of get like a, instead of side eye, you kind of get like a, a little bit of a, a couple of the patrons kind of have a little, like having watched you eat and drink, kind of giving you a little bit of a, a checking out. Well, I'm a lady of mystery, gentlemen. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, we, we, we know the mine is outside of town and we know the elves don't really care about craftsmanship anymore so they're preparing heavily for war i would think well he, he did say that the, there are elven elven artisans working the silver but but they're but they're not training well, replacements they, they did realize elves live forever but <laughs> yeah no they they didn't train train them during the war so they're kind of picking up now so there's like a a good oh, okay. you know, a good amount of time that there weren't artisan being, uh, you know, apprentices being trained. So, but yeah, but they're also, if a dwarven, if a dwarven silver smith wants to create something. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're keeping trying, them out. Yeah, they're try, not keeping them out, but they're trying to price, price them, out. them out. Yeah. We're not saying you can't, we're just saying it's going to cost you more. Yeah. So it means they're keeping a tight rein on what they're bringing out of the ground too. Because you were thinking if they were mining it, they would get a better percentage on. A lot to think about. Yep. Uh, I think I'm going to head back to the copper wagon due to the fact that the mine is two hours outside of town. And yep. I'm not walking shivering. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that brings up. So Jade uh, takes her nap um, and uh, air... Uh, kind of nudges you around uh, around lunchtime. Hi, good morning. Hello. It's uh, there's they're serving food down in the uh, down in the main room. Oh, okay, cool. I gotta go get lunch for for Chase. Thank you. No, no problem. Uh, he actually goes down with you uh, to get something to eat as well. Um. Jade takes this opportunity to not be in her bear suit for once since it's warm in there and mm -hmm. actually put on her overall dress. Okay. And goes down to lunch. Um, um, so as you go down into the main room, um, uh, the, the customers have changed a little bit. Um, there's a few, a few dwarves. You actually notice a couple humans, like a few half elves. 
Uh, but the two halflings you saw earlier are still sitting there. Uh, this time now, they have uh, lunch in front of them, uh, which looks like they've got some sort of like charcuterie uh, and salad. And uh, um, the one halfling uh, has bright, like fire engine red hair um, in kind of the, the typical uh, mess of, uh, of, of short curls. Um, and the other, uh, has a, uh, the hair is like black with like streaks of blue. Um, and when you come down, they kind of look over, um, they also are both wearing like, uh, looks like work overalls, uh, and hanging on the back of the chair on the back of their chairs are like thick winter cloaks. I give them a nice smile, you know, just kind of the, the recognition of other halflings. They kind of give a little head tip. Uh, and then I go and pile up a plate in a bowl or whatever is there um, and and uh, pay for it however needs to be paid uh, and run up to Chase and knock on the door. All right. So it ends up co- like for both you and Chase, it's like a silver. Okay. Uh, so you go and knock and on. Chase is obviously thankful and also kind of busy. He gets you to hold something for a moment. Nothing yep. explodes, though. Yep, I'm used to this at this point. It's one of <laughs> yeah, those things here, hold this. Much, there's much less stuff going on right now. It's much more, he's like minutely melting little bits of lead into tiny little ball-shaped uh, forms and then pouring very careful measurements into these little brass cylinders. And it's very, you know, mundane stuff. Yeah, she just, you know, she comes in and she sets down the food and holds what she's supposed to hold for a minute and kind of sets back and, and chews on her food and watches for a second and then goes, okay, I'll leave you be. Love you, bye. And I close the door. Um, and I'm going to go back downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two halflings, are they mm-hmm. still, are they sitting? Oh, yeah, they're, they're sitting at a table. Um, it looks like they are getting dessert. Uh which is uh, like a big thing, like two big bowls of like rice pudding. Okay. Um, is there an empty seat at their table or yes. a? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna be polite though. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna stand behind the chair, holding my plate. Hi. Hey. Uh, the red-haired one. <laughs> the red-haired one. Oh yeah, and so are you. Yep. Very very astute observation. Um, well, well, we we are astute people, aren't we? Yes, we are. Um. Um, my companions are busy right now. Um, is it okay if I stay with you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, pull up a seat. We, uh, Dolphin and I, uh, we haven't seen any uh, halflings in a little bit, uh, so it's always nice. Uh, uh, my name's Perfear, uh, and that's Dolphin. Hi, and- Perfear. Hi, Dolphin. I'm going to attempt and probably fail to do the Riker chair sit. Um, give me an acrobatics. <laughs> that's a 20. All right. So, yeah, no, you, you managed to... Step over the chair because th- this is actually a halfling sized table. I figured um, that's much. And 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 not spill your food. Um, and and you execute it. Uh, and and you don't tangle up your dress or anything. You you really point my toe. Yeah, you you did well. Um, and uh, Dolph- uh Dolphin kind of looks and he's it's like, so you 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 here for work? Um, no, not exactly. I'm just traveling with my friend. 
um, we're just kind of wandering and, and seeing the world and, and learning about the world and stuff. Are you working here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Profira and I, uh, we're, we're uh, assistants over at the one of the smeltings, uh, smelting place uh, foundries uh, where they, they get the silver out of the rocks. Oh, that's cool. Well, it's kind of hot, which is nice in the winter now, but uh, in the summer, not so good. Have you been here since summer? Oh, for fear and I, we've been here since uh, last last winter. And prefers with a mouthful of, of, of rice pudding. Yeah, about that. Wow, that's cool. Was that when the mine opened? Uh, I, I think the mine opened before. We were just, uh, we just were wandering, looking for work, uh, you know. Like you do. Like you do. Cool. I totally spelled that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> um, Dolphin looks like your green hair. Thank you. Uh, you're, uh. I'm gonna wager you're from uh, you're from from near Stonecast. How did you guess? Well, there used to be this family of halflings. I don't think they lived in Stonecast, but they uh, they sold uh, bamboo stuff in the market. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I was we we were working in uh, in Stonecast for a little bit. Uh, for fear and I, we uh, we were we're kind of jack of all trades sort of thing. And uh, I think there was. Stonecast, where we were, uh, we were working for the farriers. And for fears, like, yeah, I got kicked. I didn't like working for the farrier. Sorry, that must have hurt. Oh, it was the farrier who kicked me, not the horse. Still hurts. Yeah, not as bad as if the horse kicked me. Jerk. Yeah, uh, apparently, apparently, he, my my trying to pick up his tools as he dropped them was not appreciated when I when he dropped them and I reached between his legs and I spooked the horse and the horse jumped. And then he turned around and kicked me. That was a perfectly innocent mistake. There's no reason why. Mm, jerk. Apparently. That guy was always a jerk. So, and as <laughs> Dolphin's like, so as I was saying, there was a family that sold bamboo stuff and they had green hair kind of like yours. Um, one, do I recognize them? Um, not really because, because Stonecast had a pretty decent, uh, halfling population. Okay. Um, um, and, and they weren't, they were just kind of, these two are transients. They're, they work, okay. they work places for a little bit and then they, they, they roam. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and two, am I, am I detecting, like, are they being completely honest and true? Do I feel like they're uh, being open and honest? Give an insight check. 16. As far as you can tell, they are being as genuine as, as you are. They are, you know, they from from what you're picking up, like they worked in Stonecast, they may have, you know, they may have seen your parents in the in the market. They may have seen you in the market. Um, I mean, your parents were were well known, um, mm. but yeah, as far as you're, okay. you're you're not picking them being deceitful. Um, okay. If anything, they're very like you can pick up. There's enthusiasm seeing another halfling. Okay. Um. So I kind of focus on my plate for a minute. Um. And kind of eat a little more and and with my head still down i kind of i look up at them and those those halflings that you knew mm -hmm. um those are my parents <gasps> well i'll be yeah yeah it's a family thing we don't know where it came from but the green hair is a dead giveaway D dolphin looks he's like tell me about it and he points to like the the blue <laughs> and <laughs> and prefers like 
What and and my red isn't uh, doesn't doesn't count for for interesting either. What? Oh, your hmm? your red is very interesting. I would love to braid your red hair. It would be really cool. And dolphins like, would would you want to braid mine too? Yeah, I would braid both your hair. I love to braid hair. I gotta eat though. I always forget to eat. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you gotta eat. Gotta eat. Uh, so yeah. Uh, maybe. And they're looking. It's like they're looking outside. They look. You know, try. They look. Go to look at the windows. And they're like. Okay, we've got a little bit more time before we got to get back to the foundry, so... Maybe I'll see you guys tonight here for supper? Oh, yeah, supper. This is where we have supper. And then we have dinner at the other place, and then dessert later on at that other place. Wow, we may have to hang out more. <laughs> Listen, we, we, we haven't seen another of our kind. And they're actually talking to you in Halfling, so I, I, I was just assuming this whole conversation is going on in Halfling. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Okay. And they're like, we have not seen other halflings here the whole time we've been here, which seems really weird because we like to travel around and see stuff and do stuff. And right. Although it is winter and it's kind of cold out there and the snow does get deep. Yeah. The snow gets so deep. You can't see over it sometimes. Hmm. That's true. Um, well, do people treat halflings nice here? Yeah. The, the elves, the elves seem to treat us. Okay. Uh, the They're dwarves. No, the elves aren't, aren't, aren't real mean, although um, they've got a, they got a real, real thing for, we got to get this much done at this amount of time. And you got to, got to be focused and got to be safe and no goofing around. And they're no fun. Uh, you know, I mean, listen, the foundry, it's kind of a dangerous place to be. There's all sorts of stuff, heat really hot and melty and, yeah, but man, do they know how to take the fun out of, out of the day? Well, I hope that you find ways to have fun anyway and not get hurt. Yeah, you know, we we play little tricks here and there, you know, not so anybody would get hurt. Uh, sometimes we can even make a dwarf laugh with some of our little uh, our little uh, shenanigans. Oh, that's fun. I like to make dwarves laugh. They and have good laughs. They do. They don't do it all that often. But they have good ones. Yes. Um, as I'm talking to them, I'm my eyes are starting to dart around the room, mm. um, looking for any of my companions. Um. Air and uh, Air and Carissa and Elios are uh, at a table eating together. Um, you haven't uh, you, since you you woke up for your nap. You haven't seen Celeste and you haven't seen Kaylin um, and you haven't seen Lilith. Uh, she had you know she mentioned she was going to go for a walk, but then okay. Um, so as the conversation winds down, I'm going to kind of oh I see my friends over there. Um, I'm going to go go say hi to my friends, but. I'll see you at supper. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll definitely see you at supper. Okay. It was very nice to meet you. Oh, it was our pleasure. You, uh, your name again? Oh, uh, sorry. My name's Jade. Oh, oh. Well, that's a very pretty name for you. Thank you. You can't forget it because green hair. Right. Huh. Ta-da. Someone should have named me like Fireball or Flames. I'm gonna call you Fireball from now on. Yeah, I like that. And, and dolphins like. Mm. But I I don't know what you'd call me. Um, here you have blue hair. He has black um, hair with blue streaks. Black hair with blue streaks. I'm gonna call him Blue Flame. <laughs> when you say that, Perfir's like, "Hey, you know the best way to get a blue flame?" <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna head over to uh, the table with my friends uh, and kind of scooch in next to Air. Um, 
and then she's gonna go quiet for a little bit and just be like, "Hey guys." Era, they they kind of look. Hey Jade, uh, I see you were chatting with those uh those other halflings. They were nice. That's 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 good. Uh, did you did, did they know like you guys are gathering intel on town or something? A little bit. Um, they work for the smelting place. Oh, the foundry. Yeah. Um. So I figure it's they're good people to know. You know, never know when you're gonna need melty stuff. Um. And they uh they know me from my town. Well, that's uh. They kind of look and they can sense the little bit of sorrow in that. Mm-hmm. And they, well, uh, looks like you got a good amount of lunch there to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I still got stuff to eat. Not so hungry right now, but yeah. I gave, I gave Chase his food. So uh, Chris is like, uh, don't have to worry about like anything burning down or exploding. Right. Um, that's a complicated question. I mean, as far as Chase is concerned, probably not. Um, but as far as being around us, <laughs> you never know. Um, all right. So we've gotten to the middle of the day. Uh, about this point, Loth makes it back to the, to the inn. Or actually, it's a little later in the day than that. Loth makes it back to the inn after having eaten lunch at the, uh, at the spicy pot. Um, Chase has worked a half day making bullets. And this looks like a good place to end. Hi there, this is Joseph, the DM. I hope you're enjoying the Not Safe Wizards podcast so far. If you are, I'd love to ask you to do a couple things to help build the show up. One, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Preferably five star, but hey, I leave that up to you. Second, follow us on social media. The links to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are in the show notes. And thirdly, share it with your friends. Let them know about the podcast and have them take a listen. We look forward to entertaining you for a long time to come. Thanks. Have a great rest of your day.